Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Be All You Are. We are on episode 34, and today is a solo episode with yours truly. Um, Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share a few updates for you. It is early December, and we are all getting ready for the holidays. And my new news, in case you missed it, is that I decided a few months ago to close down the apparel side of All You Are. So the shop side where you can buy um, robes, women's robes, and loungewear, I am closing down that side of the business. And I have been, I made that announcement in the summer, but now that it is the last month of the year, I'm doing the final push. And at the end of this year on January 20th, January 2nd, 2024, the shop will officially close. So I wanted to share that I have a big sale going on on all my remaining inventory, including my uh, signature robe, which has almost 70, I think it is 70, five-star reviews. I've literally sold thousands and thousands of this robe over the last few years. It is the best women's robe. I am for sure keeping a bunch for myself to last me for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, But for you, I have a special code. So you can head over to allur.ca and then click on the shop link. I'm going to have that specific link in the show notes as well. You scroll down, you'll find it there. I'll also put the code there. It's goodbye60. And so you can receive 60% off everything on the site, all the robes, but then also the loungewear that is already on huge discount. Um, And shipping is still free in Canada, over $100. And in the US, it's $15 flat rate. So please go over and stock up on the robe for yourself for your loved ones. It really is a beautiful robe. And I'm sad to say goodbye to it, but I know that my focus needs to go elsewhere. And we are going to be talking a little bit about that, about your focus in today's episode. The other thing I wanted to mention was that I have, since June, been hosting a mastermind for female founders. So this is a hybrid group program with a curriculum involved and a mastermind portion. And for those of you who aren't familiar, a mastermind is essentially bringing minds together, uh, powerful minds together to solve problems, to reach goals, 
um, together with all of the power of the minds in the group. So it is a uh, guided mastermind group program that I host. There, uh, the female founders in this group are incredible. They are building businesses. They are making an impact. They are creating change in positive ways. And they are all heart-centered leaders. And we are opening enrollment for some new members to join us. Um, We meet bi-weekly, or sorry, yes, bi-weekly for our mastermind sessions. And I also bring in a guest expert once a month um, to meet with the women as well. And there's just so much more to share. So if you are interested in learning more about that, you can send me a DM on Instagram or email me through my website um, and we can chat there. But it is uh, something that I am really proud of, the Supernova Mastermind for Female Founders. So opening up a few spots there, if you're interested, do let me know. All right, let's get started on today's episode. I want to talk with you about something that has really been on my mind as we inch closer towards a new year. And what I'm going to talk to you about today is not something that I read once in a book and that I just completely understood or became clear. It has really been an evolution and unfolding to get to this point where I have this strong belief around why we are here and why you are here. And what I have come to realize and truly believe is that every one of us is here for a unique reason. Every single one of us. And that every single one of us has a soul, is a soul, with a purpose to fulfill, otherwise known as a dharma. And dharma is an uh, ancient Sanskrit word And it can be described in many ways. Sometimes it's oversimplified when it's translated into English. And so I like to use Deepak Chopra's definition because he is such a wonderful translator of some of these ancient texts um, into uh, English so that we can really understand and apply some of these concepts. So he says that Dharma is the life you should be living. It's an ideal life that is aligned with why you are here. Now, this is a different kind of should from the shoulds that we often use in our lives. Oh, I should do my business degree. Oh, I should go for that promotion. Oh, I should be happy with what I have, right? This is not that kind of should. This is like a divine should the life you should be leaving, living, the reason your soul is here, the destiny that you are being asked to fulfill. I believe that each one of us has that. And obviously, one of the big questions that comes up around this is, how do we know what our dharma is? How do we know it is, right? Um, How do we know the reason we are here? And I think that from the time we are born, we get clues. We get clues um, from a young age in terms of what we gravitate towards 
in terms of our personality, how it forms um, at a young age before the influence of other people. Um, And we see these sort of desires start to grow, start to unfold. And that desire is our reason to be here. So, and and it may not be the way you think about it. So say if you're a kid and your desire is to perform, you know, to put on dances, for example, I'm not saying that that desire to perform means you're meant to perform. I mean that we need to pay closer attention to our desires because our reason for being here is planted in us as desires that we are meant to explore and follow and see how they unfold and where they lead us. So to bring it more to the present day and to the conversations that I have with all of you, you know, I speak to women who secretly long to be an interior designer. I spoke to a woman recently who has been as her own hairstyling studio and she's been a hairstylist and with her own studio and doing quite well, but she has a longing to be an interior designer. And she knows that she is skilled there and talented there and she's dabbled in it, but she really longs to go for it. Or I have another woman that I work with who is, um, you know, has an academic background, has done very well for herself in the tech and business world, but she longs to create and share beautiful content. And that is a desire that is planted in us for a reason. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you have this inclination that you want to lead your industry in a new direction. You want to take things uh, to a higher level. All these little nudges and dreams and callings and desires are pointing you towards your soul's purpose. And so it is not for us to say, but what is it? It's for us to follow and to trust because it is an unfolding, right? It is an, it is a discovering. The only way we can discover is to follow the path. I can tell you from my own experience that even two, three years ago, if somebody had said, well, your purpose is that you want to help set women free, to be themselves, to go for what they want, to say what they need to say, to say no, to say yes, to just live life more fully, to love more fully, to enjoy, to laugh. If somebody had told me that is what your purpose is, I wouldn't have understood it then. But I did understand that, okay, I have a longing to leave my job. I have a longing to start this workshop. I have a longing to write this article. And once you start to listen to those desires and not over-question them and not come up with excuses for why you shouldn't do them, you will see where it leads you. And that's a part of the, that goes back to the trusting, right? You have to trust the desire. You have to trust the desire knowing that it is leading you somewhere and you may not know yet where that is, but you trust it anyway. Now, unfortunately, we have not been taught 
to nurture these natural urges and wants, right? Instead, we have learned to often suppress them until a certain point in our lives when we're just sick of it and we're like, I'm not suppressing this anymore. I am going to speak loudly that this is what I want, right? But we, many of us, we learn to suppress our desires either in order to fit in with you know, our, the closest people in our lives, the people we grew up with, the society that we're implanted in, or we often choose the opposite to separate ourselves from the closest people in our lives. For me, myself, my family um, emphasized academics. My dad had a master's in oceanography. My mom has a PhD in linguistics. And so when I completed my BSc in environmental science and geography, it was expected that I would go do my master's. And when I listened to the voice that said, don't do that, don't go do your master's, that may not be the path for you. And then eventually chose entrepreneurship and then to work in fashion. It felt like I was being rebellious, right? It it felt like I was being rebellious when what I was doing was following my true nature. I was following what felt right and natural to me. And yet I did it not, um, I did it um, not uh, in spite of or I did it not because of having the support, but in spite of it, in spite of like my my family not necessarily being supportive or encouraging me, I did it anyway. But not everyone does, right? Many of us choose the path that we feel that we should take. Another woman in my mastermind group for female founders, um, which is called the Supernova Mastermind, she shared with me that she did the opposite that she had always had creative leanings, but wanted to prove that she was smart and that she was intellectual. So she went on to do um, an academic degree and entered uh, a tech field. And it was almost like she was going against her upbringing, which, you know, because her parents were encouraging her to follow those dreams. And she chose a different path, which led her to an incredible place. But now she finds herself again with that longing to create. And she's at a point where she's asking herself, do I suppress this or do I dive into it? And as I told her, if I have anything to do with it, she will not be suppressing it. She will be going for it because that desire is planted in her for a reason. So whether we go towards what we think we should right? Like if I had gone and done my master's or if we go away from it on purpose, like this woman in my mastermind did, we're still getting it wrong because neither is a reflection of what we are meant to do. Neither of those choices are a reflection of what we are meant to do. So I just want to bring it back to this for you. The desires that you have, whether it's to create, whether it's to be someone, whether it's to learn something or to express yourself in a certain way, those desires are not random or weird. They are not random or weird. In fact, those desires are the truth. They are your truth. They are the truth about who you are. And I believe they are the truth about why you are here. So it's no joke. This is like serious stuff. 
I think that we, we've like gone to this place where we dismiss what we want, but in what we want is everything. So I want us to like take a minute now to think about every person that we admire in history. So whether it's Albert Einstein or Marie Curie, who was an incredible, she's like one of my heroes and an incredible pioneer and overcame so many obstacles to discover what she discovered, penicillin. Gandhi or Martin Luther King Jr. And then I'm going to take a leap here and I'm going to talk about Taylor Swift again because, you know, she's like very top of mind these days. So I'm jumping out of category and a bit in history, but I think when you look at all these people that we admire, every single one of them chose to walk the path of their soul's destiny. It's not like they knew that they were going to end up there, right? It's not like they knew that, but they followed their desires. They followed their curiosity. They followed where they felt called in spite of obstacles, in spite of challenges, in spite of what other people may think. And I'm sure along their path, they may have gotten confused. They may have had doubts. They may have faced imposter syndrome. They may have looked around at what others were doing and wondering, oh my gosh, what the heck am I doing? But in the end, they followed their own path. They just kept going. And in a way, they followed where they knew they must go. And my big question to you is, what if they hadn't? What if they had given up at some point and said, oh, you know, they say that, like, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm just not going to do this anymore. Or if Marie Curie said, oh, you know, nobody gives, like, nobody cares about women making inroads and nobody's even going to allow me to do it. I'm just going to stop. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to keep going with this. Or even Taylor Swift, if she had like a concert that went poorly or she had a judge say something negative about her, what if she'd been like, I think I should just give up, right? So when we look at these people who walked towards their destiny, embracing all the unknowns, and not always willingly, it was likely very hard at times. You know, they walk towards those challenges and the moments of unraveling and also the moments of becoming and of stepping into all they are. So for every person that has done that, has walked towards their destiny, like the people we just talked about, many, many, many more, including not anybody listening to this podcast because you're not going to do that, but <laughs> many more live out their lives without even coming close to who they're meant to be, to what they're meant to do. Now, I know that not everyone can be Gandhi, nor is everyone meant to be Gandhi, right? But that's not the point. The point is you have those whispers that are inside of you and they are the whispers of your soul guiding you towards 
where you need to go. Maybe your desire is to create the most beautiful home environment for your family and friends. Maybe you just love that. And maybe it is for you to show others by your example how to live well. That's really powerful. I have friends who, when I walk into their homes, I feel inspired. I feel warm. I feel like this is how to enjoy life by creating these moments. That's really powerful. Maybe your desire is to work closely with women helping them navigate perimenopause, a time that many of us know can be very lonely and frustrating. I know one of the women in my groups, and I hope she listens to this, um, she has this desire, and I know that if she follows it, she's going to make a huge impact on hundreds and thousands of women's lives, but only if she follows it. Maybe your desire is to speak up for those who are marginalized or less fortunate in some way. Maybe you just feel so strongly that you need to amplify their voices through your own. That's your desire. Whatever it is for you, and as you're listening to it, I want you to pay attention to what's coming up. Is there something that you're like, I know what it is? I know what it is that I really want to do, and I'm just like not looking at it. I'm just not even letting myself look there. I'm telling you that if you have that desire and you know what it is, it isn't crazy or weird. It is meant for you. I want you to take it more seriously, and I want you to look at it as not something that you just as it's an option or it's like a distraction, but I want you to look at it as the thing. And that doesn't mean you need to quit your job and go all in, but it means that it is your job to explore it. And it is your job to take it to the next level. And it is your job to keep learning. It is, it is meant for you. You don't know what you're missing out on by not going for it. You don't know what's on the other side of you stepping forward towards your calling of taking that first step and that second step and that third step and allowing the universe to co-create with you and to respond in kind. You have no idea what could be the result of you stepping towards what it is that's meant for you. And the other thing is, as long as you stay where you are and as long as you you know suppress or push aside or make excuses for what it is that you really want we are missing out too we don't get to enjoy the fruits of your talent and your experience and your unique point of view we don't get to experience that and like going back to taylor swift what if taylor swift had stopped all those songs, the concerts, the movies, all that inspiration and motivation and being a beacon of light for young women. We wouldn't have any of that if she had stopped. Nobody knew Taylor Swift was going to be Taylor Swift until she was Taylor Swift. And 
we need to trust the same for ourselves. So I want you to listen to this episode again if you have to. I really want you to let this sink in, that your desires are not random. They're not strange. They're not a distraction. Your desires are everything. And that your desires are leading you towards the holiday theme, (laughs) unpacking your greatest gifts. So I want you to let this all sink in and then go make your plans for 2024, for that fresh new year that's just right around the corner at this point. I don't want you to sit down and make some random list of things that you want to accomplish or do that you'll lose steam on and won't feel natural and you're like forcing yourself to do something that doesn't feel aligned with your with the true you. Instead, I want you to really listen to what your desires are and I want you to make the plan your plans for 2024 from that place. And before we finish today, I'm going to give you three questions to ask yourself before you start your um, dream setting or goal setting for next year. And I want you to take these three questions seriously. I don't want you to just jot them down and try to like squeeze it in while you're making dinner or anything like that. I want you to take some sacred time for yourself, whether it is a Sunday morning and you make your coffee and it's quiet and nobody else is awake and you sit with a blanket and your notebook and you journal from your heart, or whether you go to a coffee shop, a favorite coffee shop, and you sit alone with your notebook and your favorite beverage and you write. But this is important. It's important to check in with yourself. It's important to give yourself time to listen to what you want so that when you're setting intentions and you're making plans and you're structuring your life for next year, that it comes from a true place and not from a place full of things that you think you should do or that other people are doing. That is a waste of your time. Um, The other thing I want you to do is book it in your calendar. So actually, I'd love for you to do it right now. When are you going to do this? Give yourself one hour and book it in your calendar. And then I want you to answer these three questions. And they're very simple, but they are profound. So the first question is, what do I want? I know, very simple, but it's a big one because we don't often ask ourselves that question. I want you to ask yourself, what do I really want? And just let it flow. What do you want? How do you want to feel? What do you want to be doing with your days? What do you want from your relationships? What do you want from your work? What about your health? What about your fitness? What about your financial abundance? What about your beliefs? What do you want? To, what, do, what do you want? What do you really want? The second question I want you to answer is, if I could not fail, if I knew I could not fail, what would I do? 
This question has been seriously an unlock for me. It has sort of catapulted me into a whole new way of thinking and of being and really catapulted me into my future self, the one that knows that I can do what I dream of. And so when you can answer the question, if I knew I could not fail, what would I do? The to-do list that comes out of answering that question is like so inspiring and so um, brave and courageous. It's like, yeah, I if I knew I could not fail, this is what I would do and this is how I would get there. I would invest in this. I would make this decision. I would, you know, leave that job. I would spend less time with this person. I would join the gym, whatever it is. It will lead you to the most powerful to-do list you can imagine. The third question is, who do I want to be? This is such a beautiful question because it's reminding you that in the story of your life, you are just at a certain point in that story. There's still so much more to be written and you are the one to write it. So who do you want to be? What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to say about you? And not even when you're gone. What do you want people to say about you six months from now, a year from now? And by people, I don't mean the people that um, that don't matter. I mean the people like your children or um, the, the people that you really care about, that you want to influence, that you want to uplift. And also answering the question, who do I want to be, is, is going back to that desire. Like what kind of, um, what kind of, of person do you want to show up as? And, and how, like, how does she look and how does she carry herself and how does she treat others? I mean, when you can really bring that picture to life of who you want to be, then tying that to what she does and what she accomplishes and that becomes like a beautiful full circle. So I am leaving you with a a fairly short episode today, but it's an important one. And instead of listening to me for too long, I thought today it would be about you doing this work for you as we head into a new year. You giving yourself this time to reflect on what it is that you desire what you want to do, who you want to be. And again, not from the point of view of all these external inputs, but instead from what is already planted in you, from the place of your soul's journey. Remember that your desires are the truth. They're the truth about why you are here. So you need to start paying attention to them. That's it for this week. I'm looking so forward to seeing you in another week. 
If you love this episode, please rate it um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share it with a friend who needs to hear it. You can take a screen grab and you can post it on Instagram. You can share the link with a friend. Either way, I so appreciate you being here, listening, interacting with me. And I wish you a wonderful week ahead until next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.